Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the sixth inning. Raiders trailing three to nothing. Have not had any problem getting runners on base. They have had a problem getting them around. They have stranded seven runners in five innings including runners in scoring position in every inning except the second. Third baseman number 24, Brett Coker. Here's Brett Coker, struck out in the first, walked in the fourth. Coker, Snyder, and Nagishi to face Pridgen. And this straight back and hit the tent. That had my name on it. Hey, I need that ball. <laughs> That's the second scare I've had in 16 years of doing this. Another foul back off to, that ball was, Carson, that ball was right at my head. It hit the little overhang of the tent. Thank goodness for that. Two strikes to count. The pitch, outside ball one. I guess I'll have to get Coker to sign that ball, huh? He almost killed me. That's one of those where you don't just, you don't have time to react. Ball's coming right at you. Ball two is outside, two and two. Thanks to our bus driver for retrieving that ball and getting it back to me. This one is hit foul and out of bounds. No, did that hit? That's another one. Hit the top of our tent. <laughs> <laughs> Carson's got a ball too. Coker swings and misses striking out after almost killing both of us. That one hit right on top of our tent. So that is strikeout number nine for Pridgen. Now batting the right fielder number 45, Eston Snyder. And here's Snyder who has popped out and struck out. One out here in the sixth inning. Snyder looks at a pitch low for ball one. Snyder at 316 on the season. Hits one to left field, hit it solidly, and that one is off the fence. 
That may be a, is that a home run? I think it is. That one hit the screen above the left field wall and Snyder has his first Blue Raider home run. There is a large screen which goes up about 100 feet attached to the left field foul pole and that ball now, into that screen. And that's a home run. So now it's a three to one game. That's one way to get a run home. There's a ball hit sharply right back to the pitcher. He'll toss it over to first for the second out. Nagishi on the first pitch hit it solidly, but right back to the pitcher. Well, congratulations right, to Eston Snyder. His first Blue Raider home run. First run off Pridgen and the seventh hit. And with two outs, the batter is Dillingham. Pitch to the plate, a strike call. Nothing in one. Three to one now in the sixth inning. Raiders get a run back. That ball skips up. And the count is one ball and one strike. Swing and a miss. He's ahead of Dillingham, one and two. And struck him out with a good fastball. Well, this guy's got some heat. And that's his 10th strikeout. That is all in the sixth. One run, one hit. Nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. FIU 3, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders trailing three to one. James Sells for his second inning in relief will face the bottom third of the order. Girardi, Carpio, and Perez. Dante Girardi. Girardi has walked and struck out. Here's the final line on Zach Keenan. He goes four innings, allows three runs, all of them earned on four hits. 
walked four, struck out three, and threw one wild pitch. First pitch to Girardi is low, four ball one. Sales came in with first and second occupied in the, or first and third occupied in the fifth inning. Got out of there with uh, giving up only one run on a sack fly. There's a strike call, one ball and one strike to Girardi. And then in the top of the sixth inning after Coker almost killed Carson and I with foul balls. Eston Snyder hit one out of the park for the Raiders only run. It's strike call one and two now to Girardi. Right-hander delivers breaking ball missed outside and the count goes to two and two on Dante Girardi. The 2-2 pitch, line to center field, a base hit. Benson plays it on one hop, gets it back in, and the leadoff man on for the fourth, fifth straight inning for FIU. Sharp single to center for Girardi. First hit allowed by Sells. And now batting for the Panthers, the right fielder number 45, Ruben. So the only inning that the first batter has not reached is the first inning when Keenan retired to side in order. Runner at first, no outs. Here's Carpio, a left-handed batter who has struck out and singled. Pitch grounded foul off to the left side. One strike to count. Girardi was running on the pitch, so he will have to return to first base. Sells throws to first and the runner back. The only other time I've been uh, very close to getting hit by a foul ball was in at Hattiesburg at the conference tournament. I was in the home team radio booth and one breezed by my, came through an open window and breezed by my head just inches away and I was able to recover my breath and recover that ball. And I still have it somewhere. Here's Sells with the pitch. Check swing and did he go? Uh, apparently not. One ball, one strike. Here comes Carson with a hot dog, chips, and a drink. Bouncing foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout. One ball and two strikes. Carson, you could probably take that foul ball and exchange it for a valuable prize. <laughs> Check of the runner and the throw to first. He's back. Sales does not lob the ball to first base. He fires his best fastball over there. Especially since Girardi tried to run on the first pitch to uh, Carpio. Count one and two, Carpio asks for time, steps out of the box. We're getting close to the top of the hour here in Miami. We'll give you a station break in just a minute. Pitch to the plate, 
Ground ball. Oh, nice stop. Coker cannot make the throw to first, throws it past, or cannot make the throw to second, threw it past first base. And they're going to have runners at second and third. Coker made a great stop, but he couldn't get the ball out of his glove. He was going to go to second and then decided to go to first, and the throw got away from Nagishi. And now batting for the penalty the third era. Of number 18, Noel Perez. Tough to be charged with an error if you make a great stop like that, but that's the case. So first and third, no outs. First era of the game, or I'm sorry, second and third. The runner at first went to second. Second and third, no outs. Raider infield is in for Perez, the left-handed hitter, and he fouls one straight back. One strike to count. James Sells, second straight tough situation he's been in to start an inning. This of his own making, along with the era. Pitch, grounded foul outside the bag at first, and the count is 0-2. Three to one, FIU leading. And we are in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Two strikes the count to The batter Perez takes the pitch low. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball. Two strikes the count to Perez. We'll try that again in a moment. Strike three call. Good breaking ball. Caught him looking. And that is the second strikeout for James Sells since coming in. One out. Runner second and third. Lead off hitter coming up now. Let's pause. Ten seconds. Station identification. As you listen to Blue Raider baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Here is Odina. Has a single in three trips. Has scored a run. Sells with the pitch, line to right field, right at Snyder, makes the catch, runner third tags. Throw coming in is off the mark, and another run is in for the Panthers. They lead four to one. That will go as a sacrifice fly and give Odina a run batted in. Steven Odina. So it's now four to one. And now batting for the Panthers, the center fielder number 13, Alec Sanchez. That run is charged to Sells. Runner at second, two outs. Here is Sanchez, who has walked, grounded out twice. That's from the left side. Turn on a pickoff play at second, and the ball is past the bag into center field, but retrieved by Vincent, and the runner who had to dive back in their head first, had no chance to get to his feet and go to third. So the pickoff play was very close at second base, but ball got away into shallow center field. So no count to the batter Sanchez. 
Runner leads at second. Pitches a strike call, nothing in one. First two men got on base here in the sixth inning and the leadoff batter Girardi, who singled to lead it off, came around to score on a sacrifice fly, giving FIU a four to one lead. The pitch, or again, a pickoff play to second and they've got him. He is picked off second base as Lopez makes the tag, a perfect throw from James Sells. And that is gonna be all in the sixth inning. So, Carpio picked off second. The play will go one to six, sells to Lopez for the third out. Fans, this but series one run by you and Middle Tennessee is a three-game conference one hit. series. There was game one error and the pickoff. Nobody left on. on. Sunday afternoon at 12 p.m. Here are your totals after you six innings. Florida International, four runs, six hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, one run, seven hits, one error. Raiders trail four to one going to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Luke Vinson leads off the seventh inning for the Raiders who find themselves on the short end of a four to one score. Patrick Pridgen has gone all the way for FIU. His first pitch to Vinson, high and outside for ball one. Pridgen has struck out 10. So he's gone over 100 strikeouts for the season. Had 92 coming into the game. There's ball two. Pridgen, a fast worker. 102 strikeouts. And now in 65 innings. There's a strike call to Vincent, two and one. He is grounded out and struck out and bunts. And that's a good one down the third base side. They'll never get him. Third baseman has to eat that one. And Vincent with a perfect bunt down the third base line is at first with nobody out. That will be hit number eight for the Raiders, whose only run has come on a solo home run from Eston Snyder, his first as a Blue Raider. Here's Lopez with a runner at first and no outs. Runner takes off for second. The throw down there is not in time. He has stolen second base. 
Had it been a perfect throw, they might have gotten him, but the throw was a little bit to the left side or third base side of the bag, and Vincent already was in there. So that is his eighth stolen base of the season. He's at second now with a one ball count to Fausto Lopez. Lopez singled his last time up. He's one for three. The pitch. That's a strike called. One and one. Most of Pridgen's strikeouts have come on his fastball, and it's a good one. He has used the changeup effectively, but he relies on that good live fastball to get hitters out. There's one right there. Strike called at the letters to Lopez. One ball, two strikes. Big right-hander transfer from the University of Oregon is a senior here at FIU. And the one-two delivery struck him out swinging with the high, hard fastball. That is his 11th strikeout. We're just in the seventh inning, and the batter is JT Mabry, who has three straight hits. He is now batting the second baseman number the only batter that's the only batter that the Raiders uh, have who has consistently been able to get the bat on the ball against this right-hander. Benson, the runner at second with one out now. Pridgen checks the runner. Runner's going to third, and he is going to be safe. Benson has stolen third. Got in there under a high throw from the catcher, Gonzalez. So two stolen bases for Luke. The pitch was a ball to Mabry and the count 1-0 with Vincent at third and one out. Bridgen will pitch out of the full windup. Line drive right field. That is going to get down for a hit and the run is in. And Mabry's on his way to second. Sliding in head first with a double. Mabry is four for four. Gets an RBI with a double down the right field line. He's coming back. He did not play at all in the now batting the DH UTSA 16, series. Jackson Galloway. That's his 13th RBI of the season. Second run and the ninth hit off Pridgen. And they get a right-hander up in the bullpen. Mabry at second base with one out. It is now four to two. And the batter, Galloway, who has singled and struck out twice. Pridgen comes set. And the pitch to the plate, outside, ball one. with a run in here thanks to a couple of stolen bases by Luke Benson and a double down the right field line from J.T. Mabry. Count one ball, no strikes to Galloway. 
Bridgen pitching out of the stretch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count goes to one and one. Breeze starts to kick up a little bit once again. Mabry, the runner at second, the pitch to the plate. Ground ball to the right side. Off the second baseman's glove. They're going to wave the runner home, and the Raiders have cut it to one as Mabry scampers home after that ball kicked off the second baseman's glove. They're going to give Galloway a hit. Mabry in to score. And Galloway at first now with one out. And it is now a four to three game and we've got a visit to the mound. That is hit number 10 for the Raiders. And we'll see if they're gonna have a pitching change. Raiders with two runs in the inning and still just one out with Galloway on at first base. That RBI is his 27th of the season. He leads the team in that category with Mason Spears waiting to hit next. Late umpire Mary is coming out to say let's fish or cut bait here. Coach, you want a reliever or not? They're going to leave him in. I don't much blame him as, as well as this guy's thrown tonight. I don't know what their bullpen looks like. Apparently not as good as the starter. So here's Spears who has struck out, singled and struck out again. 11 strikeouts now the catcher number for Pritchard. We're only in the seventh inning. Raiders have scored twice. Galloway is at first, one out. He represents the tying run. Here's Pridgen with the pitch. Swing and a miss at that hard, high fastball. Nothing in one. Center fielder swung over a bit into left center for Spears. Pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Same pitch, same spot, same result. 0-2 the count. Coker waiting to hit next. Strike three call. Fastball at the letters. He did not offer at it. And that is the second out. Strikeout number 12 for Pridgen. Brett Coker will stand in. Coker has fanned twice and walked. Almost killed the announcer and the media guy his last time up with foul balls right here. Hit to this tent. We're outside in the stands tonight. It's a high fly ball down the right field line. A lot of foul ground out there, but nobody can get to that one. 
That is a long strike to Coker. Eston Snyder, who's the on-deck hitter, picks up Coker's bat, hands it back to him. And the count will be one strike on the Blue Raider third baseman. 4-3, FIU leading. Raiders batting in the top of the seventh inning. Tying run on at first base in the person of Galloway. The pitch high and breezed him. High and hard. One ball, one strike. The one one. Swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to Coker. Raiders have the tying run at first with two outs here in the seventh. Big right-hander comes set. Runner goes. The pitch is high. The throw to second base is high, and the runner is safe. So Galloway steals second. Count to Coker now two and two, and the tying run is at second base in scoring position with two outs. Two, two, the count to Coker. Bridgen comes set, looks back at second and throws. Line drive, base hit. Here comes Galloway around third. They are gonna make the play to the plate late and the game is tied. Solid single up the middle by Coker. Clutch hit with a two, two count. Took that fastball right back where it came from. Hit it into center field. And Galloway scored to make it 4-4. Give Coker his 20th RBI of the season. And we're gonna have a new pitcher. That is hit number 11 for the Raiders. Bridgen is going to be removed, and we'll have a right-hander coming in. So we'll take a break here, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
The new pitcher is a right-hander, Jan Figueroa. Ladies and gentlemen, now in the game for your Panther, it's number 36, Jan Figueroa. Figueroa making his 10th Figueroa appearance. Figueroa, Panthers pitcher. Has no record, a 3.71 earned run average, 17 innings, allowed 23 hits, seven earned runs, walked five, struck out 17, and has given up one home run. Opponents hitting 343 against the right-hander, Jan Figueroa. They have Figueroa playing first base. I don't know if they're related. We'll look and see. He is from Trujillo in Puerto Rico. And the other Figueroa, a first baseman, is from Miami. So we're going to assume they are not related. So Figueroa on, making his 10th appearance. All in relief with the exception of one start. And he will be facing Heston Snyder, who hit a home run his last trip to the plate. Pitching change brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm and a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Sports. So here's Snyder hit his first Blue Raider home run. A solo shot came in the sixth inning. Right-handed batter. He had struck out and popped out previous to that. Coker, the runner at first. Pitches outside to Snyder, ball one. Coker, a clutch single to tie the game. It's 4-4 here in the seventh inning. Right-hander comes set, throws to first, and the runner back. Coker has been known to steal a base. He's got 10 of them this year. One ball, no strikes to Snyder. The pitch to the plate, misses outside, ball two. You have to know that FIU manager Melendez was reluctant to get his pitcher out of there, but he'd been hit hard here in the seventh inning. Pitch skips up there, and that will allow Coker to go to second, and he is out. Ball in the dirt, but thrown out at second base by the catcher, Gonzalez. So that is all Folks, here in the, the seventh inning. The seventh inning, so it's time for everyone to get up. Snyder will lead off the eighth. With take me out to the ball game. Three runs on one, two, three, four hits in the inning, and nobody left. Seventh inning stretch time here in South Florida, Middle Tennessee, four, FIU four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders have made a pitching change as we go to the bottom of the seventh. Left-hander Trent Siebert has come on for his 18th appearance. And he'll face Sanchez, who takes a whack at the first pitch and fouls it off, strike one. Sanchez, Figueroa, and Ramirez, the first two are left-handed batters. Trent, of course, a left-handed pitcher. Four and two with a 3.13 earned run average. And has one save. He comes in in a tie ball game. Off-speed pitch, misses low, and the count goes to one and one. So this is his game to win or lose with a score tied at four. James Sells, two good innings in relief. Swing and a foul out of play, and it's one and two to Sanchez, who has walked and grounded out twice. Siebert pitched to only one batter on Tuesday in Atlanta, so didn't wear his arm out there. Pitch is high. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the count to Sanchez. 4-4, we're in the bottom of the seventh inning. First of a three-game series in Miami. All three is low. Count goes full to Sanchez, three and two. They've had the leadoff batter on now in five straight innings and swings and misses striking out. Sanchez struck out on a 3-2 pitch for the first out. First strikeout for Trent Siebert. James Sales went two innings, allowed one run, one hit. Did not walk anybody, struck out two, hit a batter. Kept the Raiders in contention until they tied it in the top of the seventh. One out, here's Figueroa, another left-handed hitter. 0 for two with a sacrifice fly. Swings at the first Siebert offering and doesn't get it, strike one. And the left-handers pitch off speed, strike at the letters. He's ahead in the count, 0 and two. Raiders finally was were able to chase some runners home after leaving runners in scoring position for six straight innings with with one exception, the pitch. Swing and a miss and struck him out swinging. So Siebert has fanned the first two hitters, both left-handed hitters. And they'll face the right-hand swinging Ramirez who's walked twice and flying out. George 
Ramirez. Writer pitchers with seven strikeouts tonight, but Bridget, the starter for FIU, struck out 12 in six and two-thirds innings. Swing and a foul back by Ramirez, strike one. There's a line foul down the right field line and Siebert is ahead in the count, 0-2. Siebert from Fuquay, Barina, North Carolina. And Charleston Southern is a transfer. That ball hit over the FIU bullpen and out of play down the left field line. Count remains two strikes to Ramirez. Freshman DH, bats in the cleanup spot. Struck him out with a breaking pitch. Siebert comes in and strikes out the side in the seventh inning. And that is the second clean inning. Raider pitchers have had tonight as Keenan retired the side in order in the first, but University Credit Union three up and three down on as the three strikes. Of the box office for FIU Athletics. In the inning, nothing across. We'll go to the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee four, FIU four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the top of the eighth inning. Eston Snyder, who was batting when Coker got thrown out, trying to go to second on a pitch in the dirt, will lead off the eighth inning for the Raiders. He got to see two, maybe three pitches from Figueroa. Jan Figueroa, the relief pitcher. And Snyder, with his first Blue Raider home run in the sixth inning, stands in from the right side, takes a strike call, nothing in one. Snyder to Gishi and Dillingham here in the eighth in a 4-4 game. Pitch to the plate, blowing outside. One ball, one strike. Snyder takes the pitch high, ball two, two and one. 
Raiders were down three to nothing before Snyder's home run in the sixth got them on the scoreboard. There's a line shot in the right center. That's a base hit. It might get through to the wall. Snyder's on his way to second. And he's going to turn at second and head for third. Here comes the throw to third. Not in time. That is a triple for Eston Snyder. So tonight he's gotten his first Blue Raider home run and his first Blue Raider triple. So the Raiders with the leadoff man at third and no outs in the eighth inning. And it got through that. Uh, now betting the first baseman, number 10. And this Justin big Nori outfield in Morrill's all the way to the right center field fence. And Snyder never hesitated at second base. He's at third with no outs. The batter is Nagishi. The infield is in for the Panthers. So the potential go-ahead run is at third with nobody out, and Nagishi takes a strike, nothing in one. Dillingham would be next. Figueroa, the right-hander, delivers high, outside, ball one. One and one. Eston Snyder, the runner at third. Swinging a foul out of play. One and two to Nagishi. Nagishi lined out in the second, flied out to left field in the fourth, and hit a sharp ball back to the mound and was thrown out in the sixth. Looking for his first hit tonight. Behind in the count, one and two. Fouled it back. He's just looking to put the ball in play somewhere. With a runner at third and nobody out, there are numerous ways to score, but you gotta put it in play somewhere. One and two. Count to the Raider first baseman, a left-handed hitter. Picaroa comes set and struck him out. Ball away from the catcher's going to throw to first, and he cannot recover the baseball. Runners will be at first and third. The catcher, Gonzalez, had the ball. He was getting ready to make a throw, and it dribbled out of his glove, and by the time he chased it down, Nagishi was already at first base. Not so the left field, number one, credit the Dillingham. pitcher with the strikeout, but Nagishi, Nagishi reaches. And runners are at first and third with nobody out. Here's Dillingham. Catcher Gonzalez steps out in front of the plate and issues some signs to his infielders. What do we do in case he goes down? The pitch to the plate around a bunt, takes it outside, ball one. Dillingham a good bunter. Benson also a good bunter. Next, Raiders trying any way they can to get that runner home from third. Nagishi leads at first. Snyder is at third. Pitch outside. Ball two. First and third baseman are charging. 
as Dillingham shows bunt. The second baseman is going to cover first and the shortstop is going to cover second. Here's the right-hander. The pitch low and outside. It gets away from the catcher. The runner at first will go to second. The runner at third wisely decides to stay put. That'll be a wild pitch charged to Figueroa. The strikeout, I think, is an error charged to the catcher. They have an error on the board for them, and I'm sure that's what it was. Three balls, no strikes. Dillingham should take one here. And takes ball four. That's going to load the bases. With nobody out, and the batter will be Benson. That's what I'm talking about. And they have a pitcher in the bullpen. Time called, we'll have a visit to the mound. Had a whole bunch of facts and figures about May the 6th that uh, one I really wanted to get on was uh, 1915, May the 6th. The Red Sox had a rookie pitcher named Babe Ruth who also hit in the game, collected three hits, including his first home run. Home run number one, his second round tripper was hit two weeks later. But this date, 1915, Babe Ruth's first home run came as a, as he was pitching for the Boston Red Sox. There was some reference to Otani made after his outing at Fenway Park uh, last night, shut out the Red Sox and had an RBI hit. I don't know if he had a home run or not, but there was some reference made about uh, what Babe Ruth had done as a pitcher at Fenway Park. Now batting the center field, their numbers. So here's Benson. Benson. They leave Figueroa in there. Luke with a base hit, a bunt single in the seventh, one for three. Left-handed hitter, and again, the infield drawn in. Snyder at third, Nagishi at second, Dillingham at first, and a little tap to the third baseman. Comes to the plate out there, no other throw. They get the lead runner at the plate. Third baseman made a good throw as he was pulled in at on the grass. That was just a little one-hopper. So it goes... Uh, Five to two for the put out on Snyder. Everybody moves up. Nagishi to third. Dillingham to second. Vincent on the fielder's choice is at first. And now the bases are loaded with one out and we will have a new pitcher coming in. So a pitching change will be made here with one out in the top of the eighth inning. Raiders have the bases loaded. The score is tied at 4-4. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Ladies and gentlemen, defensive changes for the Panthers. At right field, it's number 20, Mario Zabala. And pitching for your Panthers, it's number 33, Angel Tibercio. Tibercio is your new Panther pitcher. Okay, I wanted to hear that pronunciation before I uh, came back on. Tiburcio is the new pitcher, and they've also got a new right fielder. His name I didn't catch, but we will get that when he comes up to bat. So that means Carpio is out of the game. Tiburcio has Lopez steps in. Making his 14th, sorry, making his 16th appearance. Earned run average 8.61. First pitch to Lopez as a ball outside. Has a one loss record of two and three with two saves. 23 innings, has given up 28 hits and 22 earned runs. Also has 22 strikeouts. Big right-hander. Pitch to the plate, swung on a miss. One and one. They have got some big pitchers on this team. Tiburcio listed at 6'3", 225. One ball, one strike to Lopez. Has one out of four tonight. Strike on the outside corner. Good fastball, one and two. Angel Tiburcio. Infield back now in double play depth with one out and the base is loaded in a 4-4 game. Fausto asks for time, steps out of the box. Tiburcio, a redshirt junior from Wellington, Florida. Here's the one-two pitch. Battle back to the screen. The count holds. At a ball and two strikes. Raiders scored three in the top of the seventh to tie it up. Trent Siebert came on to pitch in the bottom of the seventh and struck out the side. And the Raiders have the bases loaded with one out here in the eighth. A ball and two strikes to Fausto Lopez. The pitch. 
hit it to the second baseman. Goes to second for the out. Throw to first in time. That is a four, six, and three. And Tavercio gets out of the jam. Double play. And that will end the Raider eighth inning, which started very promising with the bases loaded and nobody out after the leadoff triple by Snyder. And it ends with a double play. No runs. The one hit, there was an error, and two men left. So we will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee four, FIU four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WTNS. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning in a 4-4 game. Trent Siebert on the mound for the Raiders will face Sotolongo, Gonzalez, and Girardi, the 5-6-7 hitters. Here in the eighth inning, he came on and struck out the and side in the seventh. The left fielder number seven, Robert Sotolongo. Sotolongo has been on base twice, hit by a pitch. Fielder's choice, and he's been called out on strikes. Right-handed batter. Siebert's pitch, blowing inside, ball one. Left-hander Trent Siebert on. It's his game now to win or lose. The pitch to the plate. Strike on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Right-handed batter, Sotolongo looks at ball two high. Two and one. Well, the Raiders certainly had their chances in the top of the eighth inning. Bases loaded, no outs, and they got out of that inning. There's ball three and missed inside. Three and one now to the leadoff batter, Sotolongo. And a swing and a miss. Swung right through a Seabird fastball. The count goes full, three and two. Raider left-hander delivers a swing and a miss, struck him out, and he has now fanned four in a row since coming in. 
one out in the eighth. The batter is Matthew Gonzalez, the catcher. Number nine, Matthew Gonzalez. Has one hit and three trips and a single in the fourth inning. And that came off Zach Keenan. Pitches inside to him, ball one. Keenan, the starter, went four innings, came out after allowing the first two uh, batters to reach in the fifth. There's a ball hit through the hole in the left field. That is a base hit for Gonzalez. His second hit of the game, hit it between Coker and Lopez in that hole on the left side. So that's the first hit off Siebert. And with a runner at first and one out, the batter is Dante Girardi. And pinch running for the Panthers is number four, Dalton Hurst. We've got a pinch runner for the catcher. Number four. And now adding for the Panthers, the second baseman, number one, Dante Girardi. Hurst. So Hurst, the pinch runner at first, one out. Girardi had a base hit leading off the sixth inning for the Panthers, a right-handed batter. He also came around to score in that inning. Siebert with the pitch, off-speed strike. Nothing in one. Four runs, 11 hits, one error for the Blue Raiders. Four runs, seven hits, and an error for the Panthers. The one-strike pitch misses outside, one and one. Raider infield, double play depth. Swing and a foul straight back. One ball, two strikes. FIU pulled a big double play to get out of that bases loaded jam in the top of the inning. Siebert ahead in the count, one ball and two strikes to the right hand hitting Girardi. Left-hander comes set, and the pitch to the plate, high, ball two, two and two. Here's the Raider left-hander, checks the runner at first, throws over that way. Not his best pickoff move. Now Siebert ready to work. Two and two to Girardi, the pitch. Low outside, good block by Spears. And the count goes full. Full count to Girardi. Pinch runner Hurst, the runner at first, he's going. Fly ball, foul, out of play to the right side. Runner returns to first, he was off with the pitch.
Three balls, two strikes. And the pitch to the plate. That missed low. Runners will be at first and second now with one out. Girardi walks on a full count pitch. Batter is for your Panthers. The right fielder number 20, Mario Zavala. The new right fielder is, I told you we'd get around to him. Zapata. He's a right-handed batter. I'll pull up some numbers on him. Swings and misses, strike one. First and second, one out. Zabala it is, 157. He has started 23 games. Came in this game as a defensive replacement in right field. Runners lead at first and second. Takes a pitch low, one and one. Perez, who had that home run for the Panthers' first run, is waiting to hit next. Swing and a miss. Siebert threw the fastball right past him. It's one ball and two strikes now to Zabala. 4-4, we're in the bottom of the eighth inning in Miami. Siebert has his sign, looks back at second, and the pitch is fouled out of play to the right. Count holds at a ball and two strikes. Zapala batting for the first time in the game, just entered the game in the top of the inning when they made the pitching change. Struck him out with a breaking ball. Zapala way out in front of that one. Second strikeout in the inning for Siebert and fifth in the game. And now and with two outs, the third base batter number is Noel Perez. Noel Perez. Perez, a solo home run in the third inning. He has slid to left and been called out on strikes. A left-handed batter against the lefty Trent Siebert. Siebert comes set, looks back at second, the pitch. Off-speed strike, nothing in one. Perez home run came off Keenan in the third inning. It was his second home run of the season. Strike at the letters, a good fastball. So he started him off with a breaking pitch. Came right back with a good fastball and his head in the count 0-2. Hurst, the pinch runner, is the base runner at second. Draws a look from Siebert. Line shot foul down the third baseline. A little bit late on that fastball. Count remains 0-2. Runner at first is Girardi.
Siebert ahead in the count. No balls, two strikes. And now Spears, the catcher, asks for time. Batter stands back in. Two strikes, the count to Perez. The pitch to the plate. Fouled out of play to the left. Count holding at 0-2. Looking ahead to the ninth, the Raiders will have Mabry, Galloway, and Spears. Siebert with another 0-2 pitch. And a ball hit right back to the mound. Siebert bobbles it, picks it up, underhands to first base. And that is all for Perez, and that's all for the Panthers here in the eighth. No runs. They did pick up one hit, and they leave two men on base. We have completed eight full innings. And through eight innings and of play. And we are right back where we started. It's Middle four Tennessee apiece. four, FIU four. As we go to the ninth of the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So we go to the ninth inning in a 4-4 game. The starting catcher, Gonzalez, was removed for a pinch runner in the bottom of the eighth. So the new catcher is Jalen Melendez, a freshman. Would not be a bit surprised if he's not related to the head coach. Since he is a Floridian, J.T. Mabry leads it off of the Raiders and swings through the first pitch from Figueroa, strike one. Mabry working on a perfect day at the plate, three singles and a double with a run scored. Pitch comes in low, one and one. Four, four, top of the ninth inning. Boy, you don't want to go into the bottom of the ninth tied. That's, there's a ball hit to left field sharply and over the head of the left fielder. It's going to go all the way to the wall. Mabry's on his way to second. He will pull up there as the throw comes in quickly and that will be a stand-up double for JT Mabry. And for the second series in a row, the Raiders have a batter with a five for five game. That's the second double for Mabry. 
I thought the left fielder was going to catch the ball. He leaped up high and may have misjudged it a little bit. He went over his head all the way to the wall uh, right below the big scoreboard in left center. So a runner at second base, no outs. And here's Galloway. Galloway singled in the first, singled again in the seventh, drove in a run. First pitch to him, a strike, nothing in one. Galloway had a five for five game against UTSA. Mabry with a five for five game against FIU. And a ball hit sharply to the shortstop, scoops it, throws to first in time. Galloway hit it right on the nose, but right at the shortstop. And Odina threw him out. That's one out. Mabry could not advance, and the play was right in front of him. So with one out, a runner at second, the batter is Mason Spears, and it's not going to be Mason. It's going Correction to be now batting number 30, Wyatt Morgan. Wyatt Morgan to hit for Spears. Morgan, a left-handed batter. Spears had had a tough night, three strikeouts. He did have a base hit back in the fourth. So here's the left-hand hitting Wyatt Morgan. Figueroa, the right-hander, delivers and a ground ball to the right side. That'll move Mabry to third. Play to first is in time. And Morgan retired on one pitch. So now two outs, and the Raiders have a runner at third for Brett Coker. Number 24, Brett Coker. Coker singled in the tying run in the seventh. He's got a chance to single in or drive in the go-ahead run in the ninth. Figueroa's pitch outside, ball one. Mabry with a leadoff double over to third with two outs. There's a strike called and it's one and one to Coker. Outfield just about straight away for him. No shifting by the infield. The pitch. And hit it foul off to the right, out of play. One ball and two strikes. Coker struck out twice, walk, and singled in the tying run in the seventh inning. A 4-4 game. JT Mabry over at third with two outs. And he struck him out swinging with a high fastball. Raiders down in the ninth. No runs, a hit, and a runner left. We will go to the bottom of the ninth inning, still tied. Middle Tennessee four, FIU four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Raiders will have a new catcher as we go into the bottom of the ninth inning. Spears was lifted for a pitch hitter in the top of the inning, so Briggs Rudder will come on to do the catching. Top of the batting order coming up in the bottom of the ninth inning. Odina has a single and four trips. Right-handed batter. Trent Siebert starting his third inning of work. First pitch and first strike, nothing in one. Odina Sanchez Figueroa here in the ninth. And the Raider lefty delivers. That one skips up there. One and one. So Rudder now behind the plate. I don't think there have been any other defensive changes. And there's ball two to Odina. Two and one. Pitch comes in a bit high. Ball three. Three balls and a strike to Odina. Leading off the ninth inning for FIU in a 4-4 game. And there's ball four outside. So a leadoff walk. Not a good way to start the bottom of the ninth in a tie game. For your Panthers, the center fielder, number 13, Alec Sanchez. Sanchez 0 for 3 with a walk. Odina, the runner at first, nobody out. Represents the potential winning run. Siebert with the pitch. The runner goes, and he popped it up in the infield. First baseman, Nagishi calling for it, almost misjudged it, stays with it and makes the catch. So Sanchez going after the first pitch, popped it very high into the infield and Nagishi had to backpedal a little bit as he was trying to get under it and make the catch for out number one. The runner was going on the pitch. He had to turn around and make a quick retreat to first base. Here is Figueroa. First baseman, 0-4-3 with a sacrifice fly. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it over. Strike one. One on, one out in the ninth. Siebert struck him out back in the seventh inning, his first inning. Siebert in his third inning of work now. Has a one-strike count on Figueroa. Pitch to the plate. 
Off speed, miss slowing inside, one and one. Ramirez waiting to hit next. We are tied 4-4 in the bottom of the ninth inning. Check of the runner, fake throw to first as he had stepped off the rubber. Lopez shifted over a little bit towards second base and Mabry playing in the hole fairly deep at second. Pitch is a strike called. One and two, good fastball at the knees. One ball, two strikes. Siebert with the pitch and struck him out swinging. Badly fooled on the pitch. Figueroa waved at it. That's out number two. Strikeout number six. And I'm adding for your Panthers. For Siebert. The DH number 39, George Ramirez. Here's Ramirez walked his first two at bats, has since fly to left and struck out. Siebert struck him out in the seventh. Time called, the third base coach, who I think is the manager, wants to talk to his hitter and his base runner. So they have a little tay-to-tay going down the third baseline. I don't know what you can tell the uh, runner with two outs. Except if he hits the ball, you run like the wind until we tell you to stop. Runner first, two outs. Ramirez, a big right-handed batter, stands in. This guy's got five home runs, so he's got some pop in his bat. Siebert with the pitch. Off speed, good block by Rudder. Ball one to Ramirez. Odina had been running earlier when Sanchez popped out. He'll draw a throw from Siebert. One ball, no strikes. Siebert comes set. Pitch is swung on, popped foul out of play to the right side. One and one. Here's the Raider lefty with the pitch. Foul down the right field line. One ball, two strikes. Siebert comes set. Checks the runner at first. He's going. Strike three called, and the inning is over. Ramirez caught looking. That is all in the ninth. No runs, no hits. One walk and one runner left on base. Strikeout number seven for Siebert, who has come in and pitched three outstanding innings. And now the Raiders need to get him a run or two. 
we will go to extra innings. It's Middle Tennessee 4, FIU 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So to extra innings we go in Miami, 4-4, top of the 10th. Eston Snyder will lead off. Tonight, Snyder has has been a night he will remember. His first Blue Raider home run, followed in his next at bat by his first Blue Raider triple. It's two for four, leading off against Traversio. Pitch is a check swing, and he went around, strike one. Snyder, Nagishi, and Dillingham here in the 10th. That's a solid base hit to left field. Boy, he is swinging a good bat. That is his third hit tonight, and the potential go-ahead run is at first with nobody out. Hit number two off Traversio. Here's Nagishi. He's looking for his first hit. Number 10, Tetsunori Nagishi. Reached first last time after striking out when the ball got away from the catcher. So he is 0 for 4 tonight. Throw to first and the runner back. And the pitch to Nagishi is fouled at the plate. Strike one. Raiders not bunting here. Going to try to get Snyder around another way. Unless they switch up. One strike to count to Nagishi. Top of the 10th inning, 4-4. Throw to first, Snyder back. In case you're wondering, the Raiders are playing their sixth extra inning game. They are three and two in extra innings this season. Another throw, and again, Snyder back. 4-4, we're in the top of the 10th. Raiders have never been ahead in this game. Tied it late, the runner goes, the pitch is outside to throw to second base. I think it's in time. Nope, he's in there. Snyder sliding under the tag, just got in there. So he picks up a stolen base and the count now one and one to Nagishi. 
Pesci looks down to his third base coach, Jordan Getzelman, who's flashing a bunch of signs. The left-handed hitter stands back in the box. One ball, one strike to count. He's around a bunt, pushes it off foul, off to the left side, and the count goes to one and two. So they waited till they could get Snyder to second to try and bunt him to third, but Fagishi fouled it off. New supply of baseballs for the plate umpire. One ball, two strikes. Eston Snyder, the runner at second, represents the go-ahead run in this 4-4 game. Pitch to Nagishi, swung on and missed, and he strikes out for the first out. First strikeout for Tiburcio. Here's Dillingham. Now batting the left field, the number one. Looking for his first hit tonight. He has struck out twice, walked, and been hit by a pitch. Mercio, the right-hander, third pitcher used by the Panthers. Pitches to Dillingham, and that's a strike called. Good fastball. Nothing in one. Raiders have left a ton of runners on base in this game. Foul back. And the count is 0-2. Three, six, seven, nine, ten runners left on base. Many or most in scoring position. Dillingham behind in the count, 0 and 2. And another foul out of play to the right. Dillingham from Bradenton, Florida, over on the West Coast. Throw back to second, he almost threw it away. A high throw, Girardi came down with it. Count two strikes to Brian Dillingham. And the pitch to the plate is hit to the right side, up the middle, second baseman Girardi over to first. For the out, that's the second out as over to third goes Snyder. Now batting the center fielder, number seven, Luke Vincent. Here's Vincent with two outs and a runner at third. Boy, we've left runners at third base all night long. Vincent. With a successful bunt single in the seventh is one out of four. Two outs and a runner at third. Here is Tiburcio with the pitch. In the dirt, gets by, and the runner's gonna score. The catcher lost the ball. But did they say it hit the batter? I think it hit the batter. Well, that is a bad break for the Raiders. Snyder's gonna have to go back to third and Vincent is hit by the pitch. 
Ball got Nothing away and went all the way to the backstop. Snyder wasn't going to wait around to see if it hit the ladder or not. So now first and third, two outs, and the batter is Fausto Lopez. Benson, who has stolen two bases in the game, is the runner at first. Lopez has a hit tonight. Pitch to him is outside, ball one. Lopez has a single that came in the fifth inning, hit into a double play in the eighth with the bases loaded. He would like to atone for that. Pitch high and inside, ball two. Two and O to Lopez. Mabry tonight is five for five and he's on deck. There's a foul back, skips off the screen in front of the press box, two and one. Tiburcio, the right-hander, delivers one outside, ball three. Three and one to Fausto Lopez. Runners first and third, two outs. We're in the top of the 10th in a 4-4 ball game. Lopez fouls this one off to the right. That is going to get out of play. Count will go full at three and two. Snyder, the runner at third. Benson is over at first. Three and two on Lopez. Benson goes, strike three called, and the inning is over. Lopez called out on strikes, no runs. One hit, two left. And we will go to the bottom of the 10th. Still tied, Middle Tennessee four, FIU four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Ship Station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Hey, 
we go to the bottom of the 10th inning. Trent Siebert will be starting his fourth inning of work. He will have Soto Longo, Melendez, the catcher, and Girardi. 4-4 in the bottom of the 10th. Here's Soto Longo, who has struck out twice. Swings and misses at the first pitch from Siebert, nothing in one. He's been hit by a pitch and has reached on a fielder's choice. Right-handed batter. He is the left fielder. One strike to count. Siebert with the pitch. Good off-speed pitch called a strike, and it's 0-2. Raider left-hander delivers low in the dirt. One ball, two strikes to Sotolongo. And here's Siebert's pitch high. Count goes to two and two. Two-two pitch, low ball three. So he was out in front, two strikes. Now it's three and two. FIU scored one in the third, one in the fourth, one in the fifth. Went ahead three to nothing. The Raiders got a home run from Snyder in the sixth to make it three to one. They came right back with a run in the sixth to make it four to one. And there's a leadoff walk for the second straight inning. Sotolongo draws a walk. Third given up by Siebert. He walked the leadoff man in the ninth. And now batting for the Panthers, the catcher number five, Jaden Melendez. Here's Melendez be his first at bat. A right-handed hitter. Melendez hitting 225. He has started 33 games, so he's no newcomer. Right-handed batter, throw to first, the runner back. Melendez up for the first time. Potential winning run at first with no outs here in the 10th. He's around the bunt, takes the pitch high for ball one. Joe's bunt. Butts it foul behind the plate, one and one. Coker came charging from third. One ball, one strike. So to Longo, the runner at first, and the pitch to the plate. Butted, Siebert's gonna go to second. Out there, throw to first, safe, pulled Nagishi off the bag. They get the lead runner at second. As Siebert to Lopez for the force. Might have had two, but the throw pulled Nagishi off the base. So that's a fielder's choice for Melendez. Runner first, one out, and the batter is Girardi. Walked twice, singled, and struck out. 
Sabert comes set, checks the runner. A long look, and Girardi asks for time and steps out of the box. The pitch to the plate. Off speed, just missed the knees, ball one. Zabala, who took over in right field, will be the next batter. Time call. Coach Myers out of the dugout to have a word with his pitcher. Count one ball and no strikes to Girardi. Well, I've got some of these uh, baseball history things. I might as well use them. 1937 on May the 6th, fans at both the Polo Grounds and Ebbets Field are thrilled to have the opportunity to catch a glimpse of the Hindenburg when the passenger airship appears over New York during the end of its maiden voyage of the season from Germany a few hours later the German Zeppelin will explode on a landing strip in Lakehurst, New Jersey, killing 36 of its passengers. That was this day in 1937. Strike call to Girardi after the mound visit. Count goes to one and one. The pitch and hit up the middle. Lopez has it. Goes to second for one to first. That is a double play and the Raiders are out of the inning. Lopez, a nice stop behind the bag at second, tossed quickly to Mabry, and that is a 6-4-3 double play to end the FIU 10th inning. So we will go to the 11th in the inning, no runs, no hits, and with a double play, nobody left. Four fours, we go to the 11th inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, what do you say? Let's go to the 11th inning. 4 4 the score for the Raiders. JT Mabry will lead it off. 
Galloway, and then we'll have Briggs Rudder. And now adding the second baseman, number 11, JT Mabry. Mabry, five for five. Two doubles, three singles, leading off here in the 11th. Traversio with the pitch and first strike, nothing in one. Right-hander delivers, and a ball hit in the pole and a base hit to left field. Now, Carson, you're going to have to do some work. Six for six. It's been a while since the Raiders have had a player go six for six. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. The batter is Jackson Galloway. That hit was the third off Tiburcio. Mabry at first. Nobody out. Galloway, the batter, has a couple of hits tonight. He went five for five last week, but Mabry has done him one better. JT at first, nobody out in the 11th inning. Traversio out of the stretch. Again, throws to first. Mabry has two stolen bases tonight. And the pitch to the plate. Ground ball just outside the line at third. Last time we had a Raider go six for six in 1986, March the 27th at South Alabama. Tim Goff goes six for six. And in 2022, JT Mabry. Throw to first, the runner back. Let's see, that's 14 plus 22, 36 years since we've had a player go six for six in a game. Pitch the plate, taken high, ball one, one and one, now to Galloway. Rudder on deck. Traversio with the pitch. Hit to right field, right fielder going back. He's got room and reaches up, makes the grab for out number one. Thought for a moment that might be in the gap, but the new right fielder out there, Zabala, was able to get back and make the catch for the first out. Here's Briggs Rudder. Now batting the catcher, number 38, Briggs Rudder. Batting for the first time in the game, Rudder hitting 277 with a home run. Came in as Spears was pinch hit four, and the runner came on to do the catching in the ninth. Pitch the plate, low for a ball. Coker waiting to hit next. 4-4, we're in the top of the 11th inning. The pitch, high, two balls, no strikes. Mabry, the runner at first, with one out in the 11th. Draws a throw and gets back in plenty of time. Three 
325 down each line here, but uh, this is a huge outfield. There's a strike right down the pipe. Two and one to Rudder. Runner goes, foul back. And that one got back off the screen and into the grandstand. Not close enough for us to duck out of the way. Two balls, two strikes. It's been a frustrating game for the Raider offense. Men on base just about every inning in scoring position. Just have not been able to, with one exception, have not been able to push them across. Raiders did tie the game in the seventh inning. Had some clutch hits off their starting pitcher, Pridgen. There's a ball hit to right field, but it's Zabala's going to drift back and make the catch. Line drive, but Rudder hit it solidly, but caught for out number two. The batter is Coker. He drove in the tying run in the seventh. That is his claim to fame tonight with the exception of almost killing the announcer with a foul ball. Three strikeouts in the game for Brett. And the pitch to the plate, swinging a foul straight back. Nothing and one the count. Throw to first, and Mabry's back. He was running on one of those previous at-bats on the uh, fly ball to right field. Draws another throw and gets back. They have a left-hander throwing in the bullpen down the left field line. Count one strike to Coker. And again, another quick throw to first and Mabry back. Obviously, they think he's going to be running. There he goes. Swing and a miss. Throw to second. I think they got him. They did. Mabry thrown out trying to steal. Play will go two to six for the out to retire the side. So that is all in the 11th. Coker will lead off the next inning. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the 11th inning. Game still tied. Middle Tennessee four, FIU four. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 
At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. It will be the right fielder Zabala to lead it off against Trent Siebert here in the bottom of the 11th inning, 4 4 the score. Siebert's first pitch, and Zabala fouls it right back over our heads. And out of play, strike one. I'm a little jittery up here. One strike, the count, the pitch. Swing and a miss. 0-2. Siebert beginning his fifth inning, no runs, one hit. He's walked three and struck out six. And the lefty with the pitch. Skips up there for ball one, one and two. There is a ball just missed. Close, two and two. Must have been a little bit high. Mario Zabala. Batting for the second time. Pops this one foul, and it's going to be out of play, I think, or didn't Nagisha get there? It's out of our vision. He did not count. We'll hold it two and two. Raiders three and two this season in extra inning games. And we're in the bottom of the 11th in Miami. The 2-2 pitch just missed with an off-speed pitch. Boy, he has come ever so close on the last two pitches. And the count full at three and two. A little chirping out of the Blue Raider dugout after that and now Time called as the ball got free from the Panther bullpen and rolled out. Three balls, two strikes to Zabala. And a ground foul past third. Count holds at three and two. They have put the first man on in each of the last two innings, the ninth and the tenth. The 3-2 pitch, high ball four, and for the third straight inning, the potential winning run is at first with nobody out. The batter is Perez. And now batting for the Panthers, the third baseman number 18, Noel Perez. 
Raiders just treading on thin ice here in extra innings. That first batter has reached in three straight game-winning situations for FIU. And here's Perez, a left-handed batter. Pitch to the plate, fly ball, left center. Perez racing, or Lopez racing back, makes a nice catch over his shoulder to retire Perez for the first out. Perez flies out to Lopez in left center field. That was a very difficult play. I don't think Benson was gonna be able to get there in time. Now batting the shortstop number two. So one out, and here is Odina. Odina has a single. He is a sacrifice fly. He is walked, grounded out, and flight out. That's from the right side. Throw over to first, or fake throw to first. The runner dove back in anyway. They still have a left-hander throwing down in their bullpen. Pitch is high outside, ball one to Odina. One on, one out in the bottom of the 11th inning in a 4-4 game. The pitch, ground ball in the hole. That's a base hit to left field. And the potential winning run, 90 feet closer now at second base as Odina gets his second hit of the game. And only the... And Second hit off Trent Seaver. Number 13, Alex Sanchez. Sanchez, a left-handed batter who has walked, struck out, popped out, grounded out twice. First and second, one out. Fast strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. Siebert has been living dangerously. He's managed to survive the ninth and the tenth after putting the first batter on. Same thing here in the eleventh. Pickoff play at second, but the pitcher does not throw. Runner down there, Zabala, but got back in plenty of time. One strike to count to Sanchez. Here's Siebert's pitch. Swung on, hit in the gap to left center field. And I think that's going to be your ball game, folks. Winning run crosses. FIU wins 5-4. to four. Sanchez gets his first hit of the game. Into the gap in left center field. And that will be it. One run, two hits. For the Panthers, they win it by a score of 5-4. to four. Tough loss for Trent Sieber. Only the third hit he gave up in four and a third innings, but that was the winning hit. So, FIU wins. They improve their record to 14-28, and 6-16 and in Conference USA. The Raiders fall to 23-20. and 20. They are now 12 and 10 in conference play. And the that will wrap up an 11 inning FIU marathon as FIU wins it by a score of five to four. Stay with us, our post game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome into our post-game show. The Raiders dropped this one in 11 innings to FIU by a score of five to four. We'll have some comments from Coach Tolman coming up in just a minute. And the Raiders just kept uh, giving themselves opportunity after opportunity after opportunity in this game. They could not get the runs across. When they had runners in scoring position, they left 12 men on base. 
And a good pitching performance by Trent Seward spoiled. They finally got to him in his fifth inning as the hit by Sanchez had the game not ended, uh, would have, it probably would have scored two runs as it went all the way to the wall and right center field. That was uh, Sanchez's first hit of the game in six at-bats. So FIU wins it, and they will improve their record to 6-16 six and 16 in Conference USA, and the Raiders got to come back, as they have done on numerous occasions, to get back even in this series. Raiders are now 12-10 and 10 in conference play. Final uh, line score for FIU, five runs, nine hits, one error. They strand nine runners for, and the winning pitcher is Tiburcio, whose record is now three and three. And for the Raiders, four runs, 14 hits, one error. They strand 12 runners. Siebert takes the loss. He is four and three. The time of this game, three hours and 45 minutes. And the Raiders lose in extra innings for the third time this season. They are now three and three in extra inning ball games. Carson Herbert's down on the field with the Raiders head coach, Jim Toman. Let's go down to him. All right, coach, uh, tough loss here tonight in extra innings. Uh, came back there with a three-run seventh to tie it, uh, but then uh, it was just too many missed opportunities, too many guys left on for you guys. Uh, what's your uh, initial reaction after this one? We played very freaking well, that's for sure. But when you look at that many guys, and did wasn't sharp. And Siebert kept it. And they walked a few but our other Mabry our offense was anemic and left seemed like 20 guys on base. I guess it was just 11 or 12, but we had numerous opportunities, did not move runners over, and had bases a couple times and didn't score a run. And uh, so you got to have good two out hits, and when you get runners on, you got to drive them in. So tonight we got to get some dinner. Get some rest and come back a little more fight in our, our eyes tomorrow. But uh, give credit to FIU for playing hard the whole game. And uh, their pitcher threw really well, and their, their second reliever they put in there threw really well, too. So give them guys credit for a good win. Well, it's tough because JT Mabry had such a good day, six for six at the plate. Uh, but again, it's a loss, I'm sure. He'll say he, uh, that doesn't matter to him, but that is really impressive, a six for six day at the plate. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, his night at the plate and what he did? Yeah. Well, he had a great night, but the problem is the seven, eight, and nine guys were one for 12, and the one guy was one for six, so we were two for 18 in front of him. Okay, so you go six for six, you expect that to be a five, seven RBI game. Like Galloway went five for five and only had one RBI last time, but uh, great game by JT and Eston swung it well. The rest of the team did not have good at bat, so we, we need to get better, and I think we'll come out better tomorrow. All right, Coach, we'll see you tomorrow night. I appreciate it. It's Coach Jim Tolman with uh, Carson Herbert down on the field. I apologize. We were breaking up a little bit on the uh, reception with our mic because there's a steel pole 
that uh, was uh, right in the line of sight. And I, once the interview started, I, I couldn't really get him to look up here and, and try to move him around. But we'll get that corrected tomorrow. But uh, needless to say, as Coach Tolman said, it was a case of missed opportunities for the Blue Raider offense, which left 12 men on base and really kind of spoiled a, a, a perfect night for J.T. Mabry, who was 6-for-6 six six at the plate, uh, two doubles, four singles, had an RBI, but as Coach said, the people in front of him were not getting on base to take advantage of that. The last time a Blue Raider went 6-for-6, six six, March the 27th, 1986, Tim Goff at South Alabama. Okay, we've given you the line score. Pitching for the Raiders, Zach Keenan started, goes four innings, gives up three runs, two earned, four hits. He walked four, struck out three. James Sells had two good innings in relief. No runs, one hit, two strikeouts, no walks. Trent Siebert, four and a third, gives up the one run on three hits, uh, four walks were the only thing that blemished his uh, appearance tonight. He did strike out seven batters in relief. He will take the loss now four and three. Pridgen, their starter, was outstanding. The Raiders finally got to him in the seventh. He goes six and two-thirds, uh, gives up four runs, two earned, one walk, and 12 strikeouts. He did give up 10 hits. The Raiders finally got to him for four hits in that seventh inning. But uh, the 12 strikeouts uh, kept the Raiders from getting anything going. So the Raiders losing tonight in extra innings, 5-4. to four. We'll do it again tomorrow. Game time tomorrow, an hour earlier. We'll be on the air at 4.45 tomorrow. First pitch scheduled for 5 o'clock Murfreesboro time. Until then, uh, thanks to you for joining us. It's been a long game, three hours and 45 minutes worth. Darius White has been our studio producer. And our thanks to uh, Carson Herbert and to you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball at 445 here on the Blue Raider Network. And wishing you a good night from the ballpark. This isn't your regular cola. So this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. 
MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.